Do you want to feel strong, confident, and ready to enjoy life? I'm Jen Shaver, a triple certified fitness expert and mother living her best midlife. I want to help you achieve a healthy, active lifestyle without ever having to go to the gym. We grow together every Monday, so be sure to subscribe and tune in to your weekly fit news. This episode of Fit News is sponsored by... Make wellness a priority in your life. Women's bodies face changes and fluctuations in hormones as they go through the cycle of menopause. Strong for Life offers an exercise program to help you invest in your future and health without crazy routines. We deliver the results you deserve from your time and effort. Go to strongforlifefitness.com to learn more. Now back to our show. Hello and welcome to Fit News. I am your host, Jen Shaver, and today I have a very special guest joining me. Melanie Cantor is a nutrition and wellness coach who also specializes in disordered eating and corporate and community wellness programs. Her expertise is in plant-based cooking, and she is an author as well. Melanie does not believe in dieting, but rather a holistic approach to food that works best for you and your body your stage of life, and any afflictions. She creates vegan, low-carb, gluten-free, and no-refined sugar dishes that also benefit those with autoimmune diseases. When not in the kitchen, you can find her teaching Zumba classes, gardening, biking, and exploring nature with her dog, Nova. And her number one joy is being a proud mom and fan of her teenage son's football games. Melanie, welcome to Fit News today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here with you today. Yes, we're excited to learn. That's what our Fit News is all about. Um, and I want to get started with a question that, you know, might seem kind of simple, right? And we might assume that everybody knows what a vegan diet is. But let's just go over in simple terms, what is a vegan diet? It's vegan. There's a distinction. I want to actually do the distinction between vegan and plant-based. And I like to say that I am plant-based because it's less militant. Vegan is a lifestyle. So when somebody is vegan, they don't do any animal products or any animal byproducts whatsoever, but that feeds into lifestyle too. So somebody who is a vegan would not buy any leather. They wouldn't wear anything from an animal. So it's the, the primary focus of it is not only health, but it's animal rights. Okay. Okay. Now, when somebody is plant-based, for the most part, somebody who is plant-based is following, for the most part, a vegan diet, but mm-hmm. they might not have the full lifestyle. Okay. And also, too, and the reason why I call myself plant-based, because there are like, there, for the most part, somebody is vegan, but they might occasionally eat meat, or they might occasionally eat like an animal byproduct. I do have to say that I'm plant-based because I do know occasionally I've had something with milk or egg in it, mm-hmm. but it's not as militant. And I prefer the terminology plant-based over vegan because Mm -hmm. I feel that vegans can be so incredibly dogmatic. And when people come at you like that, usually what people, their immediate response is to not listen to what you have to say. So I think that you can educate people and and get your point across gentler. So plant-based is kind of the distinguishment I like to use as opposed to vegan. Both don't eat animal products, but like I said, the main distinction is the lifestyle. 
Okay. As over over plant based, and of right. course, there's vegetarians too. There's nutritarians. Mm-hmm. There's flexitarians. There's so many <laughs> different areas that we can go. It can get a little crazy. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> Exactly. You know, and I I really love that you made the distinction because I do think that it all gets lumped together into one, into just the overarching umbrella term of vegan. Yeah, and it's true and it's can. And I do think that people are much more open and receptive when I do say plant-based because in my this is my fifth decade around this world. Um, I, <laughs> I've definitely realized that that is, I'm able to talk to people and educate people more when I take it from that perspective, rather than a vegan perspective. Right, right. And you know, you did bring this up, and I was going to bring it up later, but you brought it up now. So we're going to go right with it now. In terms of you had brought up the how uh, sometimes, you know, when we're talking about vegan or a vegan is, you know, I, I don't want to say pushy, but you know what I mean, but I don't, don't you think it could be on both sides as well? As far as, are you talking about meat eaters promoting? Yes. Their- yes. Oh, so I, I feel like both sides. So it's not just vegans alone that do this. It's both camps. And instead of having a let's meet in the middle and let's find the good in both of those ways to eat, uh, you know, No, I I definitely agree with you because anytime that we are on extremes, we're never going to meet people and educate them. People will not listen if you're incredibly, you know, um, polarizing. And there's reasons why I'm vegan or vegetarian. There's reasons why people eat meat and I'm not going to place judgment on that. My goal is to educate you um, so that you can eat the best for you and explain to you maybe why I do what I do and the benefits of it. But Mm -hmm. my my philosophy is always I'm going to educate you. You can give you the knowledge and in turn, you can make the decisions best for you. There are some people that I do know that do need to eat meat for their bodies. Mm-hmm. That is between your doctor, your nutritionist and that. Um, and right. I know we're going to talk about this farther in the conversation, but I think mm-hmm. even, you know, um, the benefits. And I know we'll talk about this right. more of integrating more plants in your diet in general. Right. Right. Um, how did you have you always been a plant based eater? It's funny that you uh, I just actually thought about this morning. I just got done doing my live. and. Yeah. I have always been a little bit of a weirdo. Um, I remember, <laughs> remember being, yeah, I've always like been the health weirdo chick. I remember being in junior high and been just being overly aware of my diet, mm-hmm. not in a healthy way then, because going, uh, you already mentioned I was a disordered eating specialist right? and that's because I am recovering from one. So I definitely took it a little bit in the deep end when I was younger, but when I was 15, I actually quit eating red meat okay. because, um, everybody on my paternal side of the family had stroke or heart issues. Okay. So I knew at a really young age, we cannot fight, you know, our DNA, Right. You know, we're, we're made a certain way, but the one thing that I am in control of is my diet and my exercise. And so in my family, everyone had heart disease and stroke. So at 15, I actually quit eating red meat then. Right. Okay. Um, and you know how old I am now. So it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of years, right? Yeah, just 10 20, years or so. That's a few. <laughs> and then when I was 20, it was funny. It wasn't, con- I wasn't conscious. I remember sitting down for Thanksgiving meal and I put the turkey on my plate and I looked at it. I'm like, why does this look weird? And <laughs> I know. So he was doing that. And I had remembered I had not actually eaten any meat in a year. 
So yeah. it was kind of like the rest of it was kind of subconscious, but I knew that for my health and for my body, that eating animals was not optimum. Right. And so I, I just started young. Yeah. And that's just kind of a path that I've continued on. And, um, and thanks to COVID, um, I've kind of reenacted it and now I'm, I'm doing it as a profession. It's right. it was dormant in me in so long. And I'm so thankful for the past three years to awaken that in me so I can bring that to to others and educate them as well. Right. Right. Because it is important, as you said, that we do start to implement more plant-based foods into our diet, even if you're not looking to go full on plant-based. And in order to do that correctly, you need to have the knowledge and the education, right? You can't just say, oh, I think I'm just going to start being plant-based and hope for the best because you could be missing out on nutrients that you need if you're not, you know, paying attention. Exactly. And that's, it's really easy to be an unhealthy vegan or vegetarian for that matter. I mean, you, you and I are around the same age. So when I actually first became being vegetarian, there wasn't a lot of options for me. I, mm-hmm. you know, I was cheese and it was bread. And, <laughs> um, I, I got, I did not gain the freshman 10. I gained the freshman 25 in college. Yeah. Um, so it is, and it's super important to, you can be vegan and be so in a healthy French fries and kettle chips are vegan. Can't right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So it is super important. There is a, people believe that it's quote hard, but I I don't like to say anything's hard because something is always hard when you just don't know. So it is super important to work with somebody and learn how to do it because it really is easy to do wrong. Uh I I guess I don't like that term. It's not ideal. I don't like terms bad and good. Right. Um, But if you know what you're doing, if you're educated and if you work with something, it's actually surprisingly much more simple than you think. And I honestly think being plant-based is, is easier and it's a lot cheaper. Right. Okay. We're going to get to that in one second, but that's exactly it. As long as you have the tools in your tool belt, right. Then you can build the house, but if you don't have the tools, then it's, it's not possible. Exactly. And that can yeah. be the same, same for any, even your profession too. Right. In any of our professions, we need the foundation right. and we need all that before we can build up. Right. You know, okay. Let's go to that next one. Expensive. So a myth, one of the myths, right? One of the many myths. We'll talk about this one first. One of the many myths is that eating plant-based is way too expensive. So I'm always, yeah. So my favorite thing to do is to be a devil's advocate. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so if you think about one, is meat is off the hook. It's expensive. You know that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but this is what I love to say. I got a couple of different places where I like to go with this. Think mm-hmm. about it. Grains and beans, mm-hmm. that's some of the cheapest thing you can buy. Most right. of that stuff we can buy in bulk, Yeah, you know? Right. And, and as a vegan, we bank on our complementary protein. So you got greens, grains and rice and your beans and all that, you're good. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're also very inexpensive to buy canned, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And a lot of those products, the products are, are like frozen too. And I um, grew up on welfare, I'll be honest with you, and I've been income challenged for even most of my adult life. And there, I don't know how it is in your area, but like food banks. Uh Honestly, I (laughs) am laughing because I lived across the street from a food bank and my son and I were, were really poor and they would actually the healthier vegan stuff expires first. Right. So even going to, you can be healthy as a vegan going to food banks because that's how often a lot of the food that I would find. Right. And I, even the people would know I was coming and pull stuff aside for me. 
So often that's a lot of stuff you can get for free. Yeah. So that's, that's cheaper. And knowing how to shop. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. this too, shopping the perimeter. Right. Um, do right. you know, um, I love teaching people how to eat on a budget. That actually is a course coming up. Oh, nice. But yes. To be determined. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep up on that one. I'm excited right. to launch that. But if you know how to shop, even like there's areas in the store where there's discount products in mm-hmm. the produce section, in the other section. And then if you know how to read labels, which I'm really key on, that's why it takes me so long to shop. Right. Uh, I know how to read the specials. So if you go in with that mindset first and shop that way, mm-hmm. it really can be so incredibly affordable. Right. And going deeper, like if you're a gardener like myself, my goodness, in the summer, like I hardly shop at all. Right. So right. honestly, I I love when people tell me it's more expensive because actually it's not. And then the other thing I want to add, because I think that I'm preaching to the choir to you on this yes. one is, is sometimes we do pay a little bit more like on the front end. Maybe you're like a higher quality product. Maybe it's organic or whatever. Right. But this is what I like to say to people now. You, you're going to do something preventative now, because if you're not eating well and taking care of your health now, it's going to cost you a whole heck of a lot more in the back end. Yes. In medical bills and hospital bills in your health. If you get any kind of a disease or whatever. Right. You're going to be paying not only out of pocket, but health. There's no price you can put on your health. Right. So for me, like I said, first of all, I do think it's cheaper. But it, when I do pay a little bit more on the front end, I'm saving so much more in my quality of life. That I can't even tell you because yeah. I'm going to be 90 years old lifting my grand, grandkids. Right. Right. And <laughs> that's know? just it. it. It's, you know, looking into the future, not just looking at it today. You know, I mean, people don't bat an eye at paying 1400 for a cell phone. Right. But when it comes to paying, you know, a little bit extra for your vegetables, it's suddenly a big deal. I know that's so crazy too. And even just your health, because like you and I too, like people like the phone is a good example of that too. Like if, but if you said, oh, you need to pay $1,400 to like see a health coach or a trainer or whatever to better your health for life. Most people will probably say no, but they just dump that iPhone that they're going to replace in two years. And that didn't really do anything to benefit their health on any level. (laughs) And there you go. There's the mic drop for the episode. Thank you, Melanie. (laughs) I mean, do we need to say any more? Is there anything else we can say now? No, I do. I love doing that stuff to people. Like I said, I love being a devil's advocate because you can throw something in my face and I'm going to counter it. Right. You know, because like I said, there are things that we can't put a price on. Yeah. Yeah. When number one is your health. Exactly. Health is wealth. Health is wealth. And, you know, this isn't a dress rehearsal. So if you don't get it right. (laughs) (laughs) We don't get many second chances with our health. So especially as we get older, I definitely Mm -hmm. do not take that for granted at all. Right. 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 Um, Let's talk about one more myth, uh, which is the protein myth, because I I think those are the two biggest myths or hurdles, if you will, because, you know, maybe that's why a lot of people, um, you know, might resist the uh, plant-based eating is either expense or tell me about my protein. Oh girl, let me count the ways. (laughs) (laughs) So protein is one of the biggest myths. Protein. Yeah, you're right. So then you've already covered the top two are (laughs) that it's expensive and protein. And the third one I always tack a little bit too, is people just don't know how to cook. Um, But so uh, protein is so easy to get. So, um, but I will say this. 
there is one thing that vegans and vegetarians do need to make sure of. So mm-hmm. animal protein, so we have our uh, essential amino acids and they're right. called essential because our body does not make them. Yeah. Now meat proteins contain all nine essential amino acids. Now, when you are plant-based, we can't get that from one source. So it's just really, really critical um, that you utilize complementary proteins. So like beans and rice, you know, quinoa and a protein. And then when you do those together, you are getting your amino acids. So that's where I will say it's really important to kind of know what you're doing. Right. Um, because just eating beans isn't going to cut it. But if you add the beans to the rice, it's like that peanut butter and jelly thing. And you've got the right. whole, whole thing going down. And so... I will say nuts, beans, seeds. Um, I eat tempeh. I eat soy. Um, I just posted my top 30 favorite uh, proteins just the other day. And okay. even some vegetables have mm-hmm. protein as well. Yeah. Um, and so it, there is a plethora of sources. Edamame. And, <laughs> and it's just like you said, it's just a matter of knowing what those are. And they're right. very economical to get. And as mm-hmm. long as you know what you're doing and you're putting them together right, then you're good to go. And yeah. protein is really important, as you know, as a trainer mm-hmm. too, that it depends on your body. It depends yeah. on your age, right. your stage of life and your health goals too, because we're all going to have different protein needs for that. Right. But as long as you're targeting and getting protein and in, in, in any meal and snack, you're, you're good to go. Yeah. Um, it's doable and it's much more doable than people think. Yeah. But it, again, it still goes back to having the tools and knowing what you're doing and not just throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping that, oh, this is what I should be eating, I think. True. There is protein pasta, though. So if yes, you're yes, there's, pasta, there you can is. throw that on the wall and you're getting yes. all your protein. <laughs> yes, that's true. It's funny. I did just recommend that to one of my um, one of my ladies last week. Um, ah. She was saying how much she likes pasta. And I said, well, let me tell you, there's all kinds of pasta out there. There's red lentil pasta. There's chickpea pasta. I mean, there's just such a variety of pastas that have protein in them now. I said, try this. (laughs) This way you're getting a little bit more with that pasta. It's funny you mentioned chickpea pasta because I actually just made that for my son last night. He he was raised vegan and vegetarian, and I'll be okay. honest with you, he eats meat now. Mm-hmm. Um, but last night I gave him chickpea pasta, and I didn't yeah. even tell him. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> See, there you go. I do the same thing. <laughs> Don't <matter. laughs> I'm not telling. Yeah. All right. What about um, if somebody wants to implement some types of, um, you know, some ways to eat plant-based, but they don't want to go you know, full on plant-based, what is the first step that they can take in doing good, that? That would no, be, good. you know, simple that, you know, after listening to this, they can go to the store and this is what, this is my baby step that I'm going to take. I never assume that anyone's going to go whole hog too, because that's mm-hmm. going to set you up for failure. So right. um, I like to do baby steps. So when somebody is first um, I- introduced to a vegan diet, start small, make it one meal a day. Mm-hmm. And okay. then go one meal, one snack, two meals, two snacks, three meals, three snacks. What I do like people to get to, and, and I think even I think even people that are meat eaters don't always eat a meat meal. I mean, sometimes right. you just sit down and you have macaroni and cheese. Yeah, <laughs> that's vegetarian. That can be vegan. So if you think about all the meals that we eat in a week, I mean, really, how difficult would it be to omit the meat from one meal? Right. Out of 21. Really, right. it's, it's so realistic. Right. And um, it is doable. And it's baby steps. 
you know, because when you start with that one and you're successful, Mm -hmm. then you can build on that and go. And um, it is super critical and advantageous to your health to do so as well. And so um, even if you don't want to go full plant-based, if it's okay with you, I I would like to share some of the benefits of of your health of even Mm -hmm. just doing it one day a week. Yeah. So, um, and this is what I tell, because most people on my page are not completely vegan, Mm -hmm. um, but they are incorporating that in their diet because they know it's better for them. But this is what I really like to impact to people um, one day a week. So what's really popular is the whole meatless Monday thing. Right, yeah. So if you, just one day a week omitted meat from your diet. This is how much of an impact that it is on the individual. You can lower, and I, I wrote these stats down because they were just mind-boggling to me. That's why I'm looking up and reading them. Um, <laughs> type two diabetes can be reduced by 23%. Wow. You are 32% less likely to die from any heart disease, which is substantial. That's just one day a week. Okay. 32%. Okay. Almost half of all cancers can be eliminated. Mm -hmm. You can reduce your vegan, your, by being vegan, just one day a week reduces our carbon footprint by 50%. And you know, but other little side benefit, you kind of just naturally lose weight too, when you're vegan because of your diet. So it's kind of a little nice offshoot, you don't lose weight and you're not even trying. So those are just, (laughs) That's just one day a week on the health benefits, right? You know, and that's not even talking about the earth and everything else. It's so amazing. Just like those small little changes that we can make really do have not only a huge impact on our health, but actually on the earth too. It's, it's pretty mind blowing Mm -hmm. just doing one day a week. Yeah. It sounds like a (laughs) win-win. Oh my God. It's, it's like I said, I just, I, I get so like kind of jacked up when I realize just like. Because people always think you have to make these big changes to make impacts in your life. And right. Well, and I think that I think that's all across the board, though, right? You know, January comes every year, and they want to just change it all, right? They're going to go to the gym five days a week. They're going to eat nothing six days a week. You know, <laughs> and then by the second week of January, they're going to the gym once, and by February first, they're not going at all, and they're back to their old habits, and you know, life goes on. But if they were to just make these small sustainable changes, like let's start with, like you said, let's start with one meal. Heck, even if that one meal is your one snack, right? It, it just start one small thing. And that's, and we can say that just about anything we do in life. Yep. You know, start small, you're successful and you move on mm-hmm. because we always want to be, you always want to be set up for success because- right you know, you don't want to fail at it, whatever, like, oh, I can't do this. And you're not uh-huh. going to do it at all. Right. So it's, it's starting small and being consistent. Right. You know, because yep. then it just becomes a habit. You don't even think about it. And that's just it. Yep. Yep. Instead of trying to take that big leap, you know, climb the ladder one rung at a time. Right. Exactly. And like I said, I don't expect people to all be vegan, mm-hmm. but I do want people to have that awareness and do integrate more plant-based um, foods into their diet in general, just because it's, it's so beneficial for your health and and, and in the environment too. Um, right. It's just, um, can I, can I be a numbers geek with you for a few go other for things? It. Here we all go. Right. This is the other thing that I got excited about because I, okay. I love science. I love numbers. So, um, <laughs> the, and, and when I was talking about the health about one day a week, I, I want to talk a little bit about the earth and the environment too, because you know, that's changing so much yes. for our future. But uh, in, in addition, this is just going back to the one day a week. 
Um, eating vegan one day a week, it saves 40 pounds of grain. So if you think about how many people you could feed with that grain, and 80% of all soy that's actually raised is actually not for our consumption. It's for animal consumption, by the way. Okay. Um, and then 1,100 gallons of water are saved. That is four months of showers. Wow. I'm talking about just going vegan one day a week, y'all. Right. Um, talking about 30 square feet of forest forestation because the forests are being completely deforestations. That word is not coming off my tongue very well today. <laughs> and then one animal is yeah. saved, spared. So it's just, it's, it's huge to me. So I just, right. I really like to emphasize the fact that just small changes can make a huge impact, not only on you, but also to on the environment. And so right. and, and I'm super passionate about, about both. Right. Right. And, and like, like we said before, it is a win, win. Exactly. Exactly. Great. Um, okay. So Melanie, I know that in your Facebook group, um, that you offer sometimes cooking classes in your Facebook group. Um, where can people find you on Instagram or Facebook um, if they want to connect with you and maybe do a cooking class with you or learn about um, your cookbook? I know you had a great holiday cookbook. That I was filled with so many good things in it. And you got that one. I did, you? yes. <laughs> Yes, I so um, I am on Instagram, uh, Optimum You Wellness. In Facebook, it is also Optimum You Wellness. Now, my Facebook group is a private women's only group. Okay. So um, that is because I want food can bring up issues, especially with the disordered eating. So I want that to be a safe space. Okay. So you can reach out to me there. You can DM me. Okay. And then um, in either realm, and you can also email me, um, melaniecantor at yahoo.com. And I do free consultations. We can talk, um, but that's where you can find me on social. And then as far as engagement in future master classes, mm-hmm. which everything's kind of, I, do, I am kind of working all that out right now. Reach yeah. out to me. I can add you to the email list. And I can send you some information. Um, those will be forthcoming again. Those kind of stop for a little bit, but I'm, I'm ready to get back in the kitchen. Great. Well, Melanie Cantor, K-A-N-T-O-R, from Optimum You Wellness. Thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your knowledge on plant-based eating. We appreciate your time today. Hi, and I appreciate you having me today. So it was always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Shaver, and I'm on a continuing mission to help you stay strong, healthy, and happy. A special thank you to our producer, Noah Martin, and Retrospection Multimedia. Tune in to the Fit News Podcast every Monday to get your tips for living your best midlife. These episodes are live streamed weekly in our Facebook group. Be sure to comment, like, and subscribe to Fit News Podcast for your weekly health advice. To join the Facebook group, visit strongforlifefitness.com.